This is Ashley Hodge with the Sikkim 365 podcast coming to you after Baylor's 70-68 to win over Iowa State at Foster Pavilion. Just want to give you a few thoughts. We normally do call-in shows after home games, but the uh, Sikkim 365 radio crew is at the Super Bowl and they took a lot of our equipment with them. Uh, so we don't have the equipment needed to do the post-game show tonight. And I don't think we will for Texas Tech either. So I'll just give you some quick thoughts and uh, share them in an article, but also give you some uh, podcast thoughts as well. Uh, first of all, Iowa State is a very tough physical team, and uh, I was really impressed with Baylor's uh, fight on the glass. Uh, Baylor ends up out-rebounding them 36-31. Uh, to 31. So that's terrific because Iowa State is, is a very um, – you know, physical, active team on the glass, and, and they're hard to, to win the rebounding battle against. Very old team, very experienced. Uh, so that was great uh, for the Bears to get that advantage on the glass. Um, you, you see, especially their more experienced guys, uh, their seniors, you know, really carried the water as far as the rebounding was concerned. Uh, the uh, thing that was good for the Bears also is they shot the three well. They were 52% from the three-point line, 12 for 23. That was a big number and a big reason why they won the game. They made a lot of key threes uh, down the stretch when they needed points. Uh, Ray J. Dennis was terrific in that area, four for six. Jalen Bridges, four for five. Jaden Nunn, two for three. Uh, those were all big shots, very much needed uh, to get the Bears over the hump. Uh, Jacoby Walter struggled one for six, and Langston Love was one for three. Uh, J Ray J did have a pretty tough game as far as assist to turnovers. He started off with like three or four turnovers right out of the gate in the first half. Ends up with six, only credited for one assist, uh, but he does have seven rebounds. But again, made some really important plays down the stretch. And, and you know, some of those turnovers, like the one at the end where um, Lipsy clearly hit his hand or his elbow, the ball did go out of bounds off of, off of Ray J., but it was caused by a clear foul that was missed. And uh, that leads me to, I want to talk a lot about Iowa State. I mean, their uh, Keyshawn Gilbert, terrific game from him, 24 points on the night. Uh, Milan uh, made big shots in the lane, gets a three late, uh, but doesn't get it off in time. You know, with two seconds left, they get a good look, and he makes the three, banks it in, but um, it was still in his hand as the buzzer sounded. And uh, just just not a way that you want to even put yourself in that situation if you're Baylor. Uh, Baylor could have iced this game at the free throw line. They end up um, shooting 23 free throws, 32 for Iowa State. It's a ridiculous number, especially when a team's playing zone. And a big reason why Iowa State was able to uh, build a second-half lead was because of the six technical foul shots, uh, two technicals on Scott Drew. He gets tossed, another technical on John Jacobs. Um, Jeb Hartness seemed to really have it out for uh, Scott and and the Baylor you know team and I and I thought it's probably one of the worst officiated games I've ever seen um, home or away uh, you know the refs just totally lost control and you know just gave Iowa State just a, a, a continual parade at the free throw line um, early second half now they did try to even it up I think you know probably some guilt associated with that and and Baylor ends up shooting a lot of free throws down the stretch and you know was they needed those but they couldn't make them that was the other thing you know the Bears really struggled from the line in the second half I think they were perfect in the first half or maybe miss one uh, but they they missed a bunch I mean I don't think actually I don't think they missed any in the first half I think those were all second half misses so they missed seven but two of those were front end of one and ones Langston misses a front end of one and one he's usually money from the free throw line and, and then Josh misses the, the front of the one and one as well uh even missing four blocks some big ones down 
you know, near the end of the game that was that was key. Uh, that was huge. And, um, you know, three steals from Jalen Bridges, a couple from Jaden Nunn. Uh, those were all big reasons why the Bears were able to get over the hump. So big win, another game Tuesday night at the Foster. Uh, we need a huge pro Baylor crowd. We know how Texas Tech likes to travel and try to scoop up those tickets. But hopefully the Bear fans will show out in large numbers and uh, really give the Bears a terrific home court advantage like they did tonight. Uh, that was huge. Like the, the Bears really, you know, had had great energy from the crowd and really was a reason why they fell behind 61 to 54 with about eight minutes left. And I think the crowd was a big reason why they were able to just uh, gut out that win. Um, wasn't pretty, but uh, hey, games in the Big 12 are a lot more physical than they're going to be in the NCAA tournament. That's why I'm so high on the upside for this team. It's because, you know, I think the whistle is so much – uh, tighter in the NCAA, although this was a parade of the free throw line tonight, but just, you know, rewarding too much of the, you know, throwing your head back, just throwing your body into people, you know, so much clutching and grabbing on the perimeter. A lot of that stuff gets cleaned up in the NCAA. And I think that's problematic for Iowa State, really, because they place that, you know, West Virginia, old Bob Huggins, you know, you know, just very physical style of basketball. Kansas State plays that as well. Um, there's a lot of teams in the Big 12 that do it. But, um, you know, I think that uh, that stuff tends to get cleaned up in the NCAA. And I think it's a reason why Iowa State last year, you know, um, ended up not playing well in postseason or at least in the NCAA tournament. I, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a big contributor because, you know, the Big 12 is so physical. Uh, they lost to Pittsburgh 59 to 41. I knew it was – I knew they didn't score much. Um, but if I remember that game, it's just like, you know, it – a lot of the calls that don't get called in, in conference end up getting called in the NCAA tournament, and it and it causes issues. But uh, anyway, big win for the Bears. Um, if they win against Texas Tech, I think they're tied. Actually, I think they're tied for first place now. I'm going to check the standings on that. Um, I think they are one of the teams with three losses. Yep, uh, they they they're not tied in the win column, but they are tied in the loss column. There's now. Uh, five teams with three losses. We got uh, Houston, Kansas, Iowa State, Baylor, and Texas Tech, all um, with three losses. So, you know, uh, the Bears still have a lot of um, potential to win this league. Uh, no easy games. You know, Kansas beats Houston soundly tonight uh, or this afternoon. And uh, BYU still looking good. You know, they go to uh, West Virginia, get a big win. Um, I think with Triori, they're they're going to be a problem. Uh, he's he's a difference maker for them now that he's healthy. Uh, but to, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of fun games ahead. Uh, big win for Cincinnati on the road against Texas Tech today. Uh, we got UCF, you know, beating Oklahoma uh, soundly. We got uh, Oklahoma State getting their second win. They beat uh, Kansas State uh, in Stillwater. Good to see them get that win. And then uh, Texas uh, goes to TCU and wins that game. That was a surprise. So. Uh, very even league, you know, teams are beating up on each other and it's going to be a fun race. Um, great win for the Bears. And uh, Tuesday night, we'll do another one of these quick hitters. You've been listening to a Sikkim 365 podcast with Ashley Hodge, Sikkim Bears.